So for Run of Chinatown, we're raising money through GoFundMe. So how do you? How are you guys raising uh, funds? Yeah. So right now, uh, like Hongmai said earlier, our biggest initiative that we're fundraising for is the Longevity Fund. That's our grant program where we're distributing um, $5,000 microloans to 40 different Chinatown businesses. It's the only grant program that is exclusive for Chinatown's small businesses. Um, we are so grateful that Leland is doing Run for Chinatown and just um, donating some of those funds to the Longevity Fund. Um, if you want to donate, you can check out our website. We're at welcometochinatown.com. Um, and you can make a donation there, or you can also donate directly to Leland's page. Um, he is doing with every dollar or with every mile he runs, you're pledging a dollar. So in the instance of last time when he did this 12 hour run, um, he ran 61 miles. So that was $61 that people were pledging. Um, other ways that you can support, we have our Made in Chinatown merchandise collection. Sh- show your support for your favorite Chinatown. Those tote bags are awesome. I know. <laughs> tote life. Tote totally. life. Um, and you can uh, find that either on madeinchinatownny.com or we also have a special collection with Pearl River Mart um, that features Hopkey, Lonzo, and Jingfong. Jingfong, yes. Oh, so those products are actually there, stocked there, and then people can go in and the proceeds from the sales go of those to products. those businesses. Wow, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they, it's just been like, that's one of the programs that excites me the most because even if you are on the other side of the country or other side of the world, do we do international shipping? Maybe I shouldn't say <laughs> I don't know if we do or not. Um, you know, that's that's a way that you can show your support. And the holidays are approaching. Yep. Makes a great holiday gift. I don't know if anybody of my, in my family will see this, but you are all getting made in Chinatown <laughs> stuff for Christmas this year. A family in Pro- Texas. Probably not in time, but it's Yeah, in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then other ways to help is also if any of our friends listening are working at corporate companies, we, a lot of companies do corporate matching. And a lot of our donations that come in actually have gone through that. So. Um, we're very thankful for those for those individuals that have you know got taken the initiative to ask their company to add Welcome to Chinatown as a uh, as a reciprocate as a receiving organization, um, and all the donations are tax deductible, so it is still um, very much approved by corporates. And so, asking your companies is also a big help for us. Use and that, that corporate that's a, money. Use that corporate blood money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then, yeah, just through the purchases of Radio Chinatown. And then, if and then honestly, we also do some like we do in the mood for food, which is the Chinatown block crawl. So, if you ever want to volunteer and help us um, yep. out there, just reach so out, slide, slide into so our DM, many guys. Ways. <laughs> yes. And we'll, we'll leave uh, all of your information in the description for both uh, wherever you listen to our podcast on audio and on if you're watching on YouTube, it'll be there. You guys can check. Yeah what Welcome to Chinatown is doing and how to get involved and how to slide in there at the end. <laughs> Amazing stuff. <laughs> um, that said, uh, you're from Texas. I'm well, from you're from Texas. Maryland. You're from Texas. Yeah. I, was, I told you earlier that I was actually looking at Texas uh, as a place to move to, potentially. Yeah. What's it Do like? It. What's it like? Texas yeah. is great. Um, so, so I'm from Houston. I grew up in Houston. I went to school at Austin at the University of Texas. Um, I, you know, this, this is like why it's so complicated for me to live here in New York because I love both places, but for very different reasons. And so the idea of like me also thinking about, you know, relocating one day, moving back to Texas, 
it's hard because it's like there's all this stuff about New York and especially in Chinatown, obviously, that I love and would be very hard to part with. And then there's also so many amazing things about Texas. And I think the biggest misconception is like the diversity in the state. You know, yeah, it's still fairly conservative, especially in some parts of the state. But when you get into the metropolitan cities, um, Dallas, Fort Worth, um, Austin, Houston, you are in areas where um, diversity really is celebrated, um, thriving Asian communities in all of those metropolitan cities. It's a great place to grow up. I hear that Texas is very family, where people are extremely friendly and inclusive. Yeah. Is that true? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I'll tell you a quick story where um, when my husband and I first started dating, we were long distance. So I was still in school in Austin. He was here in New York. Um we were grocery shopping at H-E-B. Shout out to H-E-B, best grocery store. What, H what? H-E-B. H-E-B. Oh, H-E-B. H-E-B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were... We Hub. Were, it's, <laughs> don't call it. <laughs> She's I'm, so mad well, right I'm, now. A New, I'm a New Yorker, so... You know. <laughs> it, yeah. It's a way that like upstate New Yorkers love Wegmans. Yes. Is how Texans love... Love Wegmans. Wegmans yeah. is great. Is how Texans love H-E-B. Mm. So we were grocery shopping at H-E-B and the cashier um, woman said, hi, how are y'all doing today? And Wilson was so freaked out by that because <laughs> why is my cashier asking how I'm doing? <laughs> like, you know, in New York. And where they're really asking how you're doing. They genuinely want to know. Yeah. Right? And so he was oh. like, what? <laughs> what you know about? What you, who, who you with? Yeah. Who you with? What do you want to know about me? Why do you care? Why do you care? What's it to you? <laughs> so it wasn't like a like a exclamation, like a, a announcement. It was just like, oh, she was actually waiting for him to say something. Like yeah, response. Yeah, like like I she was trying it, to get yeah. she was trying to get to know him. You know, cordial conversation. That's the suburb that. life. Really I love freaked that. him out, but you know, Gen- genuinely interested in other people. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so you know, you like it's common to have a conversation with your cashier person when you're checking out, and that was so foreign to him. <laughs> You know, as a born and bred New Yorker, um, it's a great place to raise a family. Like I, I, I loved it because um, in Houston, you know, so it's interesting because I did grow up in a predominantly white neighborhood. So there are parts of my identity where it felt confusing about whether I was too Asian or too American, you know, that whole thing. However, there are pockets of community as well where there is representation and diversity and it, it feels inclusive. And so our Chinatown is more like an Asia town because we had a huge um, Vietnamese um, immigration pattern into Houston. The Vietnamese food in Houston, by the way, is like I hear and I love Vietnamese food. Okay, I, I'm going to ask rep, a controversial rep. question. Don't do it. Do it. Vietnamese <laughs> pho. Better here? Or Houston. 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 Bro, hands down. Houston. Hands well, I've never, down. well, I've never been to Houston, so I don't, I don't the, know. The New York pho is really not that great. Oh, well, Cali pho is better than New York. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. If you ever go to Virginia in Annadale and Eden Center. Okay. A den. A den. As our Vietnamese. <laughs> my brother. My I Vietnamese. guess I'm missing out. Um, I've yep. never been anywhere. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely <laughs> go to Houston for all the wide variety of ethnic cuisine because we have a huge Vietnamese population, huge Indian population. Um, Polish. Uh, there's actually been a wow, lot of Polish. Wow. Yeah, that one was really random. Yeah, and um, all those foods are excellent. So good, so good. And so when you go to different areas of of the city, it's, it's great. And then you have the suburbs too, which is great for raising a family. 
Jen's a big foodie, so I'm going to take her advice on the food stuff. Yeah, yeah. we do have to go to Houston <laughs> to eat, but together. So, so is the you're talking about these ethnic communities, and are are they like close together, or, or, or like how in New York you can actually travel to these different uh, uh, communities and yeah. try their uh, cuisines? Yeah, there's clusters, mm-hmm. but also Houston has very weird zoning laws too, so you can have. Um, <laughs> terrible example but like you can have like a strip club next to you <laughs> it's like not a, near like a abandoned warehouse district. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know there the zoning po- the, the zoning laws in houston so next to a daycare center there's a strip club yeah but maybe maybe not to, oh god i hope not to that extreme there might be you know. but um strippers have kids too guys stop it <laughs> yeah makes makes it easier for them makes it easier for them go to work right makes it easier for exactly you You gotta think about everybody i'm steering away i regret bringing up the strip clubs (laughs) wait you have to finish the sentence i'm honestly curious what are the zoning laws like you 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 basically you have you know um different all sorts of different businesses in clusters so so that what that also means is um you can find a wide variety of, you know, you can get your grocery shopping, your whatever, regular shopping, your services and all that in different pockets of area. And so, yeah, you do have clusters defined by race or culture or ethnicity, whatever it may be um, throughout the city. Um, but it, it, Houston is so unique in that all that diversity is very much celebrated, which I think people find surprising given that we are in Texas. Mm. And I feel like you missed the most important part. What? There's no income tax. In oh, yeah. There's no state, state income tax. Income tax. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Especially That's for right. me coming to New York when I saw the yeah. New York City tax on top oh. of the New York State tax. Yeah. I was like, I remember what the first time I got my paycheck uh, when I first moved to the city. My heart. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is NYS? I was like, t- yeah. I was like, why is there another line for New York tax? I don't get it. And I actually thought it was a mistake. <laughs> and Rachel's like, no, that's right. And I, I, I work in PR, right? And so here I was like fresh out of college working this entry level PR agency job where so I'm making not a lot. I, I specifically, I think I was, I don't remember what it was not somewhere in the thir- 30,000. Okay. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Okay. Um, and I just like looked at my paycheck and I was like, why, what, Peanuts. why is that not for me? Why is that line item of the New York state test? Why is that not for me? <laughs> but you don't have that in Texas, which is another great selling point. Thank you for reminding me of that. Now you have to that's, drive everywhere though, right? We do have to drive everywhere. But that's, There's that's no public why, transportation. Yeah, that's is why that, I is that pretty the, limited? Yeah. Access. The access to public transportation isn't great. So a car is encouraged and is the easiest way to get around. But um, I I think I, I, I miss driving my yeah. myself around, especially especially living in the city, having to schlep everything everywhere. Mm-hmm. My back hurts all the time, you know. <laughs> and you have to be very strategic about the way that you shop in New York City versus in Texas or Maryland. You can just hop in your car and go wherever you want, throw everything in your trunk, and it's fine. Yeah. Do you know how to drive? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, he- I- oh, yeah. Yeah. I drive stick shift. Really? Whoa, dying breed. You are, yeah. That's well, when I was growing up, they were like, in order to be a man, you need to know two things. Oh, that masculinity. <laughs> that masculinity. You. you need to know your suit size. 
I'm loving, I'm loving the impression. Please keep stick. it going. <laughs> Please only talk like this the rest of the podcast. <laughs> That's all I want. My wife hates my impressions. She's like, Will, don't do any impressions on the podcast. Every time you do it, I cringe. <laughs> it's like, Thanks, babe. Love you too. Yeah, can always count. You drive night. stick shift. She is my backbone. Yeah, I love driving stick shift. It's huh. it's. Uh, Oh, I love it. It, it. I feel connected to the car because I control everything. Yeah. So it's not a computer making decisions for me. It's me making the decisions. Mm, and mm-hmm. I, I love it. You Just feel more in control that way. Way more engaged. Yeah. I yeah. feel like I'm driving. Literally, I'm driving. Yeah. 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 It sucks in traffic. New York yes. City. Yeah. Oh my god. I was gonna say stick it's in, so bad. My left foot imagine. starts shaking because of the clutch, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. Wait, are you still driving stick as your own? Is like, do you only have a stick stick shift car? Right well. I have kids, so yeah. I have one that's, you know, I have SUVs. So. Okay, I was going to say, do you have, like, the Odyssey, the Honda Odyssey? No, everyone? Really, really, really. <laughs> that's, like, the family He's a cool band. dad. Sorry, he's a cool dad. I'm sorry. Actually, Wait, did you guys see mm-hmm. Hassan Minaj? Yeah. Like, Hassan Minaj, sorry. Um, <laughs> who bought, he, he bought, bought an Honda Odyssey. Odyssey. He did? And he really yeah. repped it. Like, he took a picture on Instagram and was like, I'm yeah. a cool dad. <laughs> and he, he was, was like, this isn't that. even, he was like, this isn't even sponsored. One of my child. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote an Instagram caption. He was like, I'm not sponsoring this. One of my childhood friends, we were going to, we were staying at AC for the weekend. Mm. And he goes, uh, Will, I got a hotel because he gets like hotels for free because he's a gambler or whatever. And, <laughs> okay. So they invite him. They're like, hey, why don't you come and yeah, lose yeah. some more money over yeah. here? Yeah. Um, here's a free hotel great friend, great friend. and buffet. So no, yeah, he was like, Will, you want to stay at my hotel? This and that. And I was like, well, I got to bring the wife and everything. And he was just like, yeah. I was like, I don't really want to drive. He goes, I got you. I'll come pick you up. Wow. Pulled up in the Honda Odyssey. <laughs> Deadass. Honda Odyssey. I'm, I'm like, damn. Um, okay. Now he had it set up nice, though. We're sitting in the back. I was thinking, like, it's, it's going to, like, suck, right? But he had captain's chair, so wow. I had my own. They make those like, minivans nice seriously. now. I had a cooler on the side. Oh, that's a five-star a Uber rating like, right now, man. Yeah, I was like, yo. Was, I was it built-in cooler? Or was yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? I want to see like a, a built-in cooler wow. in the Odyssey he had. And it was, um, it was just so And I'm six foot three, mm-hmm. so there was just like so killer leg, leg space. Yeah. I never had to go like, because I'm always constantly negotiating with the person sitting right. shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Will, you good? Like, nah, can you move up a little more? Yeah, no, but this part. So I didn't have to do any of that it was it was so awesome and it was a comfortable ride so um, and the doors i didn't have to open the door he goes will i got you he hit a door and it just wow, wow. no this is also not a sponsored like, podcast <laughs> <laughs> From you, hear, Honda you heard it here first though minivans yeah. are gonna make a comeback yeah <laughs> and i i strongly consider it i'm not even gonna lie oh, I, had if a, you I had a Texas, moment of weakness you are probably gonna get a minivan <laughs> I, I would probably get a electric thing Huh? What? No, 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 SUVs are the, are the big thing in, in Texas. Yeah, a lot of people drive. Well, like a lot trucks? of people buy trucks. Yeah, trucks yeah. Yeah. They drive trucks. Yeah, so that was very. I don't understand pickup trucks if you're not a construction. Yeah, like if you're I, not doing like home improvement. You know what I mean? Like, what do you need a pickup bed? They, like, they were kit like when in case turn. for the end of the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I will never get it to but hold all the guns. It was so yeah. weird. Like I had kids in my high school who got pickup trucks as. Oh, their presents. 16th yeah, yeah, birthday yeah. present. Yep, there was a lot of that. They love their pick. It was, it was weird. Is it like a yeehaw kind of thing? or <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeehaw? <laughs> yes, we're going to coin that now. <laughs> yeehaw kind of That's thing. a yeehaw thing. No, I, I think it is very much part of like yeah. Texas, truck yeah. country, culture. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, people did. We have the rodeo every year. Um, people love country music. 
I don't myself. Well, actually, no. I, I've learned to enjoy. Hey, I started listening to country. It's There's good. nothing wrong with country, guys. Yeah, I no, like it's it. good. I like some country music. I have, yeah. I have a Spotify playlist, just all country. Yeah. That I like. Is, is Florida, Florida Georgia line? Yes. Is it a country? Okay. They are country. They are. Yeah. Okay. Kane I, Brown. I like them. I like them. Kane Brown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Kane Brown's dope. Yeah. Kane Brown's like hip hop country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked. I, I was, he put some I, swag in that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. Can we talk about Lil Nas X with his yeah. comeback? Oh, um, my God. <laughs> Best song ever. Comeback. Song. Yeah. Best song ever. They're, wait, but not comeback. It was just continuing. Yeah. Okay, just he <laughs> he hasn't had a hit him. since Old Town, which was like what, like five months ago. Like, I'm just no, that was that two was years. Ago. A year ago, two years. Wow. I think it was. Was it two? I don't I know. know. Time is anyway. Um, would you? So would you get? Um, you would you you would get a SUV. You would not get a minivan ever. I wouldn't say ever. I'm not. Think an, about the soccer But games, right though, now yeah. in my life, yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't because right. there's yeah. so many other cars that I would. Yeah, prefer that's true. That would have all that space and then yeah. some that are just way cooler and fun. Mm. So, so you you're thinking about potentially moving to Texas down the line. I, I, I was actually pretty close a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, it was between that or or the West Coast and mm. and. Uh, now you know because of COVID and everything, just acce- you know, just decelerated my plans actually. Whereas right. for some, it accelerated. Right. Yeah. It made me stay where I am right. in yeah. in a metropolitan area. But later down the line, it's you know what it was, uh, and and I, I every time I go to a new place, I'm like, ooh, I could like when I went to Vietnam, I was like, <laughs> I could live here. Like, <laughs> Every time I go on vacation somewhere, I'm like, this is nice. This is nice. I like it. I got vacation brain. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, I'm I'm YOLO with my money when I'm on vacation. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, like life is day. amazing. Massages. Uh, spa. Uh, food. Uh, like, this is great. Yeah. Look, yeah. shopping. Uh, uh, uh. So it's, yeah. So life feels amazing. And, yeah. And then I'm, and everything's new for the first time, you know. Yeah. And that's amazing when you're experiencing something new for the first time again and mm-hmm. it, it romanticizes everything um so i i, I wanted to take my time i didn't because it's not if it was just me i yeah i probably leave. just like oh yeah i would have i would have been lived in hawaii la texas yeah do you think you'd still be contributing to the chinatown community though um mm-hmm. regardless of where you are because right we had that if we've if, had that talk about yeah, you know, if there was the, a call to action yeah absolutely this yeah. is my roots if there yeah. was a call to action and if I had the means and the resources, and someone said, "Will we need you?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Super here. I'm here. Time. I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll be on the next flight. Yeah, I'll yeah. be on the next flight. I, I'm not shy to do that. Mm. I mean, I love. Yeah. You know, no. I, I would. I would. I would imagine that if I'm in Texas, I would look for any excuse to come back home. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to see my friends and, and taste the food and smell the air. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and I think that's pretty crucial. Also, just like tying it all back together, really, is making sure that even if you grow out of this community not you know what i mean like if you move away from it you're still contributing back yeah in some way or 100 percent. yeah i mean because it's always in your heart right yeah, yeah. I mean, it is I, like this is where i built my adult life yeah. you know i came here after college and i like built my family we're sister-in-laws i don't think mm-hmm. we mentioned that earlier we didn't need to, it's fine. but yeah <laughs> are you embarrassed <laughs> but you know like I, I've built my family here I built my friends and like my close circle of friends here um, and the idea of leaving it is hard um, especially when you've built routines and traditions and, and we go to wall hop so <laughs> much and I will never get sick of it um, my dad loves wall hop 
It's the best. It's this runny Every time we all family squid rice. It's still good after like, go midnight. There. Yeah. Well, in COVID times. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, but like, yeah. We, actually, late night snacks. We didn't talk about this when when we started Welcome to Chinatown. The idea came yeah. from us sitting at Wallhop in we're celebrating your birthday uh, at Whiskey Tavern, which is our go-to bar. Yeah. And then we usually go to Wallhop afterwards yeah. to grab a bite. And it's a Friday night. And we were the only table there, and that's wow. like it was rare. crazy. Yeah. And so we we're like, wow, this what? shit is that's getting crazy. yeah. yeah. And that, and then, and like a couple days later, you know, Vic posted something on her Instagram of "I want to do something to help Chinatown." Is anybody interested? And that's how we started getting to talking about. Vic was with us at Woolhop that yeah. night. We were talking about how crazy it was that nobody else was there. Yeah. Friday night. This is that's March. Of, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like right before. This was the week before the uh, offices started to shut down in like New York City. Like the requirements City. to close oh, down, okay, yeah, yeah, like the mandatory. Yeah, it was eerily quiet. So yeah. quiet, yeah. yeah. And and so, you know, that for us was like, what is going on, you know? So, yeah, we'll help would be very hard to leave. <laughs> but yeah. also, very good Chinese food in Texas. One more plug for Texas. Yeah. yeah. Wow, is it safe? As Houston said, just recently on the news, they found... 30 people that were smuggled in and some guy in texas in texas in houston yeah, yeah. this is human and, smuggling yeah human human yeah. trafficking, human trafficking. And i hear it's big in, in houston as it was a major oh, gateway scary. i think uh, it might that yeah. that is the downside is i think it might be like the number one city for human trafficking right. in, in right. america um right. for a multitude of terrible there's a couple non-profits i, I watch docu- some documentaries about these organizations that work to um especially women who are being trafficked trafficked did i say that correctly i hope i did um and helping them get out of those situations so yeah i i I would say it's relatively safe um you know i i grew up in part of the suburbs of houston so there's kind of that too um but even if you're going into with what we call within the loop in Mm -hmm. the loop um what's that mean it's like Beltway 8 is is a big loop around the city and if you are in the loop that's considered inner city uh no it's like Houston proper it's like mm-hmm. where all the major neighborhoods are that you would frequent for just about everything mm-hmm. like the malls and restaurants all that um but yeah anywhere you go you know it it's it's safe yeah. um people look out for each other you know all that good stuff yeah well, when i when i was watching the news they said it was it wasn't even. I was expecting women, mm-hmm. right, or, or, or underage girls, and it was like I think twenty nine men. That's what were and they were in their boxers or Why? underwear. Wow. So the guy, one of the guys, got loose and escaped, oh and he's banging on all the doors. It was in the suburbs too, and he's banging on all the doors, and he's going, "Let me." I think he was Mexican, so he's trying to speak Spanish and, yeah. and telling people, "Help, help, help! Call the police!" Oh, no. wow. They got us or whatever, and and then eventually someone. Uh, Took their time out to help him. Yeah. He was banging. He was going from house to house. That's yeah, because you normally wouldn't open a door for someone. He was freezing uh, yeah. for for yeah. I don't know. I mean, but they, it was it was cold weather that that evening. And uh, mm. and when I saw the news footage, it was just a bunch of dudes in their underwear. Wow. And the community. Here's here's the uh, here's what I found amazing. The community in the neighborhood collected clothes, and they went to where uh, oh these gosh. people were being held. 
and food and they and they clothed them and gave them food wow and that made me go dang how texas people are dope very hospitable Mm -hmm. yeah no very very hospitable people um you know you will always have a cashier asking you how your day (laughs) is no matter how freaked out you are or not (laughs) how long does it take for a cup of coffee because when i went out to i'm not going to mention the city but holy cow i was the only person and it took them like five minutes (laughs) and i'm there like hello i'm the only customer here was it the best cup of coffee you ever had it was good, but it took so long. <laughs> I mean, you have to put like some love in it. Because <laughs> in New York, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, quick. go, go, go. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You will find that the slower pace. the slower pace is the way of life. And there is no, you know, it was really weird the first time I, one of the first times I went back home when it, shortly after I moved to New York, went back to Houston and I noticed my pace was significantly faster than everybody else. And I was like, Oh no. And so it begins. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you afraid you would get restless? Yeah. Bit when you go back to Houston, big, I feel like that's a bit, yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's something I think about. Yeah. It's like, I, I am worried about that. Yeah. Like I'm, yeah, I'm afraid I may slow down too much to my detriment, mm-hmm. yeah. but then I tried to be optimistic, but I'm like, maybe I'll, maybe slowing down is a good, for me, maybe I'll find new things out. Yeah. You know, I, you know, here's the thing too, is I constantly feel the burnout being here in the city because Mm. the energy is different. People do work harder. (laughs) I feel like other like non New Yorkers gonna be like, what a piece of shit person for not saying that I don't work hard. (laughs) (laughs) Not what we're getting at. It's it's just a different energy. It's a different energy. It's a different pace. And, I'm so used to keeping myself busy. That may have been a result of just the environment around me that I do worry that when I, if I move back to Houston, I'm going to constantly feel restless or that, you know, those around me are not moving quick enough, which is unfair to them. Yeah. Right. It kind of reminded me for myself to just chill the fuck out. (laughs) But, and and that's not a knock to suburbs or the city. We're just lucky enough that we've experienced both Mm -hmm. and kind of know like the, the positives and negatives of each ones really yeah. but so yeah. at this point in your life you would prefer the city life i actually do feel like <laughs> we chuckle because <laughs> we don't know we don't know um for for both of us like having grown up in suburban neighborhoods and you know slower paced town towns and also you know like trying to think about family planning it's different to have a kid in the city it is right it is. I mean, it's like what you want, space. Right. Yep. Um, if you're okay with it. And also, you have to look at uh, education options. Yep. yep. It's yeah. pretty limited in yeah. the city. It's yeah. also, as females, it's also career options, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, New York, it really is. If you want to go up, that you you do it here. There's a lot more opportunities here, mm-hmm. um, more global roles. And so it's a little... Yeah. You have to take that into consideration, too, before thinking about moving back to yeah for what you you guys do it brings yeah yeah, i mean new york city having that on your resume for your industries Mm -hmm. brings cachet yeah Yeah. especially for the type of industries that we work in Mm -hmm. the hubs are here like all the work is here too so i've had to think a lot (laughs) so stressful had to think for myself of like does that mean i take a career change if i move to houston but you know what i hear Parts of te- well, Austin, I think Austin that's becoming a, a huge tech hub. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. becoming a tech hub. Right? But that's not Houston. That's still two hours away. Right. Yeah. Would you consider going back home away from home? So, yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people question. ask. I get that question a lot, actually, because yeah. it would be much easier 
for me to find um, find a job in Austin. But I think I'd rather be closer to my parents who are still in Houston. Yeah. So it's 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 I don't know. Well, it'll figure itself out. We'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> <laughs> We'll Follow be on the edge of our seats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on our life plans, right? Who wouldn't, right? <laughs> the, reason, the reason I ask, like, I think they're not only myself, but they're especially since COVID happened, a lot of people are looking to move into a suburb area. It may yeah. not be Texas, but yeah. definitely something parallel to it uh, where it may not be as dense of an area. Yep. And uh, they may want things to... They, I mean, with COVID, it... it, it, it kind of made people look inwardly and and just reevaluate their lives Mm -hmm. and what i found is that there are so many people that said you know what why am i doing this why am i at this rat race i'm i'm not even happy yeah i'm competing but even if i win i'm still behind yeah and you know what i'm just gonna not play this game anymore i'm just doesn't fulfill me yeah I, I thought it would but it doesn't so is it the money i don't know i'm out and i have so many friends yeah. that left and colleagues that have left or got transferred to another part and it made me think like oh should i make my move now too <laughs> should i migrate and i'm like no nah, i love the city right now like <laughs> yeah. I, I i love the city when it's not as dense did you, were you, know? you in the city the day that biden won no because i that that i heard it was crazy oh my god it was like that was the true like such a new york feeling yeah like everyone was out with mask on but like things like moments like that are where you're like the city like that's the energy of the city and like you wouldn't get this anywhere else there was literally like a uh a block party that just popped up out of nowhere for it right and like you got people dancing on the streets and things like that and and those are the types of things where i'm just like damn it if i was in the suburbs like you can't get that you You would just be the crazy person (laughs) walking around the street cheering and clapping to yourself yeah (laughs) and maybe it's because maybe because i'm i don't know i've been in new york i've seen so many i've been through so many of those celebrations yeah that I just kind of want to stay away from ah. dense crowd. I don't like crowd. Maybe as I'm getting older, maybe <laughs> I like the suburb thing. That's why it's appealing to me. Cause I see, I see. I'm starting to appreciate like the quietness. Yeah, yeah I you know? I very much relate to that. I think like there's something really um, restorative about being yeah. in a quieter, slower paced mm. kind of. Just go upstate for a weekend. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like we, we do, we do. there's a time and place for yeah, yeah. yeah. What but I, I wouldn't have that 24 seven. I'd go yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd but, go but, crazy. but that's what I'm saying. That you yeah. might get that if you go to the suburbs a yeah. little bit, yeah. right? Again, not knocking suburbs, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Norm, could you ever move to a suburban town, the burbs? Oh no, Bensonhurst is not no. a verb. By the way, I just want to put that out there right, right now. <laughs> no, I mean I, I get restless in Bensonhurst, so <laughs> yeah. you have to understand. Yeah. Like if I go to an actual suburb, it I would not be able to live with myself. Well, you yeah. know, I'm talking to Richard right now. <laughs> well, how about when we're in Buffalo? That was kind of suburby where we lived. It was super suburb. It's a college yeah. campus. I mean, right? yeah, it's it's a community. But we, but we a, didn't live. We didn't live in the student part of town. We lived like in the in the white neighborhood part of town mm. in, in Buffalo. We didn't go, live in a party area downtown. We lived in well, a we, nice... We, we, we had people around. I mean... That, yeah, it was it was d- the house party. It, 
Our neighbors hated us. <laughs> we, we were you guys have that, a little cul-de-sac we going on? We did. Yeah, we, <laughs> oh, we, you did? Like, oh, we had our own pool. We had our own. We turned our kitchen into what? our dining room into a bar, wow. a full-scale bar. It was it was total. We it built party our own uh, city. Wow, yeah. very yeah. nice. It was a huge house, and we it was like three levels. Was it four levels? Wow, three, three levels. Three, yeah, yeah. And we just have parties, and three people levels. were wow. partying wow. all different levels it was so like so the thing back in the day where like people hit up the clubs the frat parties yeah. the sorority parties and the clubs mm-hmm. we would have our house parties mm-hmm. and we wouldn't charge people we'd just like hey yeah, come yeah, in yeah. chill drink beer pong whatever yeah. mingle network yeah um there there were uh, other uh, organizations would come up to us like yo uh you mind not throwing your house party the same day we're doing our <laughs> party oh, wow. because y'all had that like, y'all had a name for yourself so i said i said and what we said to them, I said, like, look, we'll, we will respect, you know, we ain't going to throw the party the same night at a club party if you guys do it. Mm. We don't want to. But if it's a house party, like, bro, you can't even come. If you can't, if you have a club <laughs> and people prefer to go to my house. That says something about your club like, party. Hey, you know, I, my house party ain't the problem. <laughs> I mean, you the free know? drinks kind of mattered, right? So. That's true. <laughs> that's, the club drink prices were a little oh, bit brawling. To think true. of, I, as we were talking about this and I just like, think back to college club party days especially cringe a little yeah because especially you know having been in a sorority an asian sorority in college and having to throw club parties for fundraisers or whatever it may be should we do that for welcome to chinatown should we do that for welcome to chinatown no you want to throw a club (laughs) wait let's talk about sorority life what what was sorority life like um so we are part of the same sorority Mm -hmm. but different chapters shout out katie five yeah, Katie Fies. Don't um, you guys have like a hand symbols where you guys? Please go, stop! Don't do that! I'm not do this right now! <laughs> please don't do that right actually, now! Actually, should I do that? Be really funny. No, I will not. Do it. Um, for I actually wonder if our sorority experiences were the same because we went to state schools. Mm. Yeah, because right. we were a little larger. Yeah, because yeah, you know, so so the state school experience was awesome, especially in Texas, Maryland, where people love the school spirit, the school culture. Um, tailgates, football games, the whole shebang. In Texas especially, there's a lot of old sororities who have these mansion houses yeah. and everything like that. Um, so it is. it kind of does fit that stereotypical mold that you think about wait did you guys have the mansion house no we didn't we were oh. an asian sorority we oh. had no money <laughs> yeah there was there was no funding Mark, for that i figure katie five is big katie yeah. is big but have, like, i don't know if you guys had any uh like 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 uh what's that um legacies uh what's that funding yeah where they're just like hey here's a bunch of money go get a mansion <laughs> well now that i'm alone myself you know. i don't want to be throwing money <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll get you a house uh, yeah. we're know? still <laughs> practical <laughs> asians at the end um so i mean yeah like there was a lot of house parties actually a lot of house parties similar to the ones that you were describing like a lot of house parties those those were the more fun ones to go to yeah Yeah, Yeah. they were way way better but there was still just the same amount of club parties as well for fundraising in austin there's sixth street which is where all the college bars are and it's super cheap there's this one bar that did 25 cent wells on sundays Like, how do you make money from that? that we don't. found out they were part of a drug ring. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. So they were... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Damn. <laughs> so they were washing money. Yeah. <laughs> With the yeah. 25 cents. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Mm. But you could get... And then there was, you know, $2 Jaeger bombs at this other club that we used to go to called Latitude. So you really only just go for the drinks. And it when 
when I first started dating my husband at that time, he came to visit me and Austin. And so we went out with our friends and everything. And he just put like a hundred dollar bill on the bar counter. And then it was like shots for everyone. Oh, right. And he, lo- he loved it so much. He bought out the bar with a Benji. <laughs> with a Benji. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in New York, it's like four drinks. Yeah, you, you like got and I, I remember, you know, I, this is actually when I first met Vic. Um, we were, I think, almost graduating or ha- just graduated and we went to hero do you guys remember here yeah, yeah yeah and on 23rd or 20 some, something yeah, yeah something yeah. like that mm-hmm. we went out for drinks and i got us a round of um i think like tequila shots and that was a hundred dollars <laughs> for yeah. four shots and oh that gosh. felt so painful because i'm so used to how cheap drinks are in in texas and um and that was such a different story I here wonder, i wonder why why is that why is like drinks cheaper cost of living right? I no, think, I, yeah i think it comes it's down to like the rent yeah. yeah and it's a major city versus a minor city. yeah so mm. it's a, it's but but really yeah. but like outside the party and drinking though i will say that the, the, the at least for me the joining an asian interest sorority was like finding another yeah. part of my identity because uh yes. this is where jenna and i actually are differ a little bit because when i was growing up um my school was like 95 percent white that was mm-hmm. the actual statistic. And so I was friends with all white people really until I went to college. And so there was, and I definitely had a good time in high school and middle school. There wasn't like, I didn't feel like an outcast or anything like that. Um, but when I went to college and, and seeing kind of this Asian interest group, it was like, it clicked. Like, you know what I mean? Like there is something to be said about hanging out with people that look like you that have a kind of similar upbringing that understand all yeah. the Asian jokes that we make, you know? Yeah. Like there's, so, so like diversity and inclusiveness, I, I strive to do that at work as well and, and make sure we're achieving that because I, I do believe that even if you don't feel undervalued or anything like that, there is still something else you can find about a part of yourself when you're seeing someone hanging yeah. out with people that look like you. Yeah. And so for me, that was a big part of the college experience was really in kind of embracing that Asian side because I hadn't gotten a chance to do that in middle school and high school. You just made me look like I was the party person. <laughs> well, when, so, so I did want to... And for anybody that knows me... So I when you had the school, the trips to, to Texas, that's, that's what happened. Yeah, apparently. Sorry, John. No, but I... I, I realized we were digressing towards that, that track and I just yeah, wanted no, to no, 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 right. Just a little right. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were right. It, it, it is actually really funny that I am the person talking at the party like I did not really do that much party. She's and trying to can, take it back now. <laughs> no, you can ask any of my friends. They can corroborate. But it's funny because through this whole Katie network and, you know, in college, you only think so short term about the experience at that moment. You don't think about that is so true. Right. Oh, my gosh. You don't yeah. think about what's going to happen in your life 10 years from now with your sorority. And like, that's how Hong Mai and I are connected. Yeah. That's how Vic and I met. We started Welcome to Chinatown our core volunteers from the beginning, we're all from our Greek network. Yeah. You know, that that is pretty incredible because yeah. none of us would have imagined yeah. that this organization would exist today. Um, and we, in a way, have to thank that experience and that, mm. that network. You both still talk to a lot of your sisters. Yeah. yeah. And you guys remain close. Yeah. I heard this saying, uh, I don't, and I'm not trying to be sexist or saying anything, mm. but they're yeah. like, um, back when I was coming up, this girl said to me in college uh, when I was doing a fraternity. She goes, "Yeah, fraternities." I was like, "You should think about doing sorority too." And, you know, and then uh, she's like, "A group of girls getting along doesn't make sense to me." <laughs> and I said, "What?" 
She goes, groups of girls, a large group of girls, and we all are sisters. <laughs> I mean, look, that's not to say that everyone had the same experience Jed and I had, right? Yeah. There are definitely people that probably tried it and realized it wasn't for them. I'm not yeah. close to everyone. Of Like, realistically, you just can't be close to everybody, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, you know, out of my bridesmaids, like three for Katie Kafai's out of the, the six I had. And so I, it just depends on, on each person's experience. But I think for the whole part, there's definitely no regrets. And I think it's... It, it's nice because there's so many girls. If you actually look at the network of all KD5s and probably any other Asian sorority as well, you see people doing such cool things. Yeah. And you're almost kind of like inspired and being like, oh, like she has a similar like background as me and whatever. And, and she's doing all this cool stuff. And so you're almost kind of giving yourself more networks and more people to kind of inspire you. And so I think that's the kind of one of the beauties I got from it. Yeah. And yeah, my, my, some of my best friends are girls I met through Katie Fi. And, you know, we've, we, we know that we are going to experience the rest of our lives together, um, side by side and, you know, beyond the friendship too. Um, I did also, yeah, I would, I would say I learned a lot about just being a more confident speaker, like perfect, like applicable, practical skill sets that I used in my professional career, um, that I learned from Katie Five because you do have to do these kind of like uh, tasks that at that moment in time, fundraising, for example. Oh God, no one likes fundraising. Bane of our existence <laughs> during that. That the worst. I US remember. Story, right? I remember yeah. those yeah. days. No, I like making money, so I was fundraising. I was treasurer. So, yeah, we yeah. broke records. Really? When, when I was president. <laughs> When I was treasurer, facts, guys. he was treasurer when Norm was treasurer. My bad. When Norm was treasurer, we made and, and some, you were president. Yeah, we, we there made, you go. Made, wow. Uh, people listening, if you don't know anything about Greek life, like so, when you enter a Greek life, you do pay some dues uh, by semester usually, and it could be like a hundred bucks a semester, whatever you give to the fraternity or whatever. I'm just throwing out a number. I don't know if it's actually a hundred dollars now, but. Let's say you have $100, uh, so, and every active participant of the fraternity or sorority pays their dues. So we pay our dues, but I, I remember when I was joining the fraternity, I was like, why am I paying the dues, and I have to do more work, and I'm getting nothing back. Yeah. I, I have to pay for this, pay, I'm, I'm paying the... I'm like, did I join a fraternity just to give y'all money? <laughs> I'm already broke. Like, I'm a broke college kid. Yep. I'm taking out loans. And so when, when, uh, when we... We're in there together at a, where we could make some decisions. I said, it's not, that's not going to happen. Everybody, when we go on road trips, we, we're paying for the gas. We're paying for the hotel. Yeah. We're just going to find ways to make so much money that, uh, we're, that we can afford to do that. And by the end of the semester, even though we did a bunch of road trips, we threw a bunch of parties, we, threw, uh, we did a bunch of uh, volunteer work and all that other stuff, uh, we were very involved with the community too. Mm. Uh, once we did it, we got so much visibility that we just ended up making tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Y'all need to give seminars to oh, everyone we were, else. Yeah. I mean, we found other means. We got really clever. We went against the grain and mm. were extremely successful. Mm-hmm. Extremely successful. And we stayed at like, we went to like casinos <laughs> up in uh, Canada. <laughs> I don't like know if you should be sharing that. <laughs> There's more fraternities. Hey, it's perfectly party, legal. Well, it's legal, right? It's ninth age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. In, Canada. in Canada, you have to be 19. So we, so we just took some of that and we just went there just for fun. Gave yeah. every brother th- their their dues back that went wow. with us. 
and said, if you want to guys go gamble, go ahead. Hotels on us. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was not that it. good of a president, so I apologize to so, my <laughs> chapter. <laughs> if no, you're listening well, to I this. I had a good treasurer. Oh, wow. With, with a, a treasurer. The, and a good president. What and was your with the vision. Sauce? But the, yeah, what's the secret sauce? There is no guys? secret because mm-hmm. when I look at your um, your organization, mm-hmm. Welcome to Chinatown, it's very similar. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're creating partnerships and you're creating um, these different avenues of yeah. revenue. Um, that's the way we did it. Yeah. We, yeah. And you, you, build a coalition of, of people right. with certain su- superpowers. And yep. that's what we did. We, yep. we identified people who had certain su- uh, superpowers and yeah. we put them out there. We forged several partnerships that's great. with clubs, yeah. not even other uh, Greek organizations. Mm-hmm. And we went outside the Asian community as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we formed alliances with them and we supported their cause, what was important to them. If, and if we liked what we heard, we said, yeah, we'll be there. That's we'll, great. we'll support it. We'll, you'll, you'll see Asian faces. That's great. That's, yeah. yeah. We wanted that. Well, you know, when we talked about how we're going to change, I was like, I know we're Asian interest fraternity, and I'm interested in letting them see our faces. So let's like not find. Just being in like a side corner somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Because what they see is they see us, you know, wearing this or that, looking like a rich Asian or mm-hmm. doing this yeah. or having these import cars or German cars <laughs> what or whatever. So they have these, you know, they, they look at us from a distance and they don't really understand what we're about. You know, it, you raise a really good point, though, because, you know, let's take this to 2020 and a year where there has been um, not even you can't even just isolate it to this year, but like more specifically wanting to speak about the black community and how Asians, Asian Americans um, have really used their voices to stand in solidarity for the black community. That I think has been something very powerful to see as an Asian American to see how many people have stepped up to be vocal to, you know, not be complicit um to address really hard topics with our parents about oh, race. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's right? challenging. I've heard of so many people having Yeah. Uncomfortable conversations yeah. with their parents. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it it sounds like that that experience you had with your fraternity and just and going outside the Asian interest part is how you bring more visibility yep. to not just your experiences and your own lived experiences, but the experiences of others too, and learning from each other yeah. on that. And I think that's a really, really incredible thing. Good job, you're doing yeah. this. And you know what? It yeah, was, you were ahead of the curve. Yeah. Huh? It was it was a lot of fun. You know, and then from there we expanded. We looked at other schools, neighboring mm. schools, and mm. we're like, so I reached out to them and said, "Hey, let's uh, let's get together. We're gonna head down to your school. You want to link up?" Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah." So, yeah. are you guys active alumni? No, no, I'm way. <laughs> are we? It's no. a this is oh, no, no, I, I wasn't this, saying we this were. is a young person's game. <laughs> yeah. They come to us for yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. They don't want yeah. our ideas. <laughs> they don't want our uh, ideas. They they want our our money. It's, it's weird though so. because God, we're old guys. I. I served on national board for KDFI after college, invicted mm-hmm. too, actually. And I, our biggest problem was how do we keep alumni engaged or involved? And it was a struggle. And now that I have... Are more removed. Yeah. Um, but KDFI is still very much part of my life, yeah. uh, intentionally, unintentionally, just because of the circle that was built. And to me, I feel like that's successful as an alumni experience um, because I built my network and community through, through that network. So what was the pledging? Mm, (laughs) Pledging. Was it hard? It was like a 
full-time job in in addition to being a student yes yes yeah it was hard <laughs> on a scale like one to five five being the hardest i would give it a so i pledged twice <laughs> yeah. oh she was really okay. committed guys <laughs> she was really committed <laughs> By the way, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Did you realize that we were going to be talking about this? No. <laughs> when you woke Did up not this mentally morning? prepare myself for your I morning. didn't even know you guys were, were part of a sorority. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, no, my, my class, the first time I pledged, my class dropped. And so they oh. couldn't, they oh. didn't want to cross class of one person right. class. Makes sense. So I pledged again the second, uh, the, the semester following. Um, for me, it was like a, a four. 4.2 the first time and then like a 4 the second because I'd already done it. That's but, pretty it accurate. but it only 4. went 2. down yeah. 0. 0.2 guys. It only <laughs> went down 0. 0.2 though. That's the that's what you need to take from this. Yeah. She knew what was happening and she still thought it was a 4. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well no because you're working with an entirely different group uh, of girls like so you have different That is different true. Challenges. It depends who's, yeah. who's pledging yeah. you. And yeah. I was the yeah. oldest in my class too so yeah. I, I was a junior by the time I crossed and so um, a lot of my class were uh, younger, young, yeah, yeah, freshmen, sophomores. Um, I was past the partying like stage of my freshman sophomore years, and mm-hmm. so I you just got it wanted to, system. Yeah. yeah, I just like mm-hmm. wanted to get get it done right. Yeah. And <laughs> well, and, and disclaimer though, the process probably may have changed since when we were. Yes, yes, it so definitely. That, probably that, that's has. my that's the disclaimer right it now. Before we get yelled has. at, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone on that board is right now. <laughs> no, it definitely has, and and it was part of that team that helped to implement those changes because we did need to make sure that our members are safe, right. that There's some reform going on. Yeah, that that the experience is haze free, right. um, because things really did get out of hand at oh, some yeah. point. Like oh, yeah. not even that long ago, I think there's you yeah. know unfortunate deaths. Out right. of pledging and hazing, right. where someone got um, I get the, either I think from drinking, or or the or uh, physical hazing. Where they the one that I'm thinking right. of was physical hazing, um, and that's just not it's not worth it, right? Yeah. So that's why for us too, we had to ensure that the changes we were making didn't that even that happened allow. here in the city, right? Yeah, I think it happened here in the city. Right, so we're talking about the same yeah, one, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Where you can't even come close to having a scenario like that because it's just no, not, not worth it. Because yeah. you want to be able to proudly say you're a part of this mm-hmm. organization yep. instead of, oh, snap, like Trying I don't want to put yeah. my name on uh, this and you know be, be associated with that. Yep. Type. Even though it could be generations apart, you still wouldn't want to associate yep. yourself with something that negative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's damaging. Something that you contributed to pretty much or experienced yourself. Yeah. So. I mean, we made a lot of reform I think, um, yeah, I think that well. incident that we're talking about did make all the organizations yeah. kind of yep. take a step back yeah. and reevaluate yeah. everything. So I'm glad that happened. Even before that happened, it didn't take that for, I mean, for, incident, for me. Yeah. I, I said, what tradition? I was like, well, this is whack. I was like, no. I, I said, I'm going to change it. Because you guys were relatively, when were, were you guys, yeah, we're when were you guys chartered? 94? Oh, okay. Was it? Yeah, ninety four. Why do I remember that? Holy crap! Yeah. Forever yeah. ingrained in Forever your brain. Forever ingrained. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I still know. know. <laughs> I still know our sorority songs. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I need dances. to stop. I, yeah. I need to stop talking about this because this is just embarrassing. And also for my my class that may eventually listen to this and be like, "This is classic, Jennifer." Jennifer. <laughs> well, you guys aren't saying anything that's giving anything away. I w- no, no, no. Just I, in I terms would, of the enthusiasm know. for it, because they always like kind of poke fun at me as being the one that was that it, it freely speaks about how proud I was of that experience. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Go for it. It's Go not, for it's it. not no cool to be this proud, Jen. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but it, it really did change my life in in a very positive way because of that's beautiful. The friendships yeah. I met my husband through the yeah. Crete Network, and um, and yeah, and so I have absolutely no regrets. But um, you know, the 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 concept of Greek fraternity, fraternal life, um, has ways to go to change. It, it is interesting because seeing it from the out, like outside now, um, not being super active in the, the organization, um, you see that they're also making a lot of changes to make sure that it's inclusive um, yeah. for, for all members. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Even with us, we, we have a, uh, I mean, we're Asian interest fraternity, but we have so many people that aren't Asian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very diverse. Yeah. A very diverse group, and we're so close to them. Yeah, and we, and we always say we're not inclusive or exclusive. Asian interest, not yeah, Asian. not Asian exclusive. Yes, thank you. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was the first. <laughs> so, how was pleasing for you? Was it like what two? Two. Uh, was it two? No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. No, it was a. It was, was a four. Four point two. It was a four, but not a four point two. Two five. I'm eight. not sure where the point two came from, but no, I would. I would. You should say appreciate that you're an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, mad Fractions. respect. Mad respect. I'm just curious. As to. <laughs> Why? But yeah, I, I also need, I like to understand stuff, so you'll have to tell me offline. But, okay. Um, no, I mean, it, it was hard. I mean, it was really like balancing another, at least like two more courses, I would say. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, so I was one of the few that managed to do it and keep my GPA up and not to humble brag or anything. But then after that, they kept using me as like a, look, you can pledge yeah. and still have a 4.0. Here and is the, yeah, here's you know the standard. I mean? You have you to keep. One? It's exactly. the same everywhere. Yeah. It's the same everywhere. <laughs> and they just, there's one, there's one golden child and they had to put me there. So then I was like, ugh, keeping my head down the entire Meanwhile, time. Everyone else got like uh <laughs> borderline about to get kicked out of school yeah it did not do i will say on on average most people's gvas do drop though mine dropped yeah i was under 1.0 my first wow when i when i pledged i was under 1.0 it was it was taxing yeah it was taxing well i was a junior when i pledged so Uh, i was doing an average mm. so i did well in my first you know couple years years. Uh and then i knew that okay i have okay i can let this you have room you have room i can let this one go Because I was trying, I was trying really hard to keep it up, but obviously it is yeah. like a um, full time, part time job. Yeah. yeah. So I had to, but I knew, I knew, you know, dollar you average cost, you know, dollar, you know, dollar average, average, wait, dollar cost averaging. Is that how do you ask this one? Sure. No. Okay. <laughs> but I knew, I knew that if I, you know, average wise, I, I, yeah, I was going to keep myself up. So right. So you, you know, did it that way. I did the math. Very, very solid. But no, I mean. I'm trying to think of also, we had a class of eight. And so oh, wow. um, that there, and there's, there's a bit of a diversity there as well. So just making sure everyone's schedules linked up. That part was hard, making sure everyone was contributing and no one was slacking off. See, I think with a larger class, it's easier. And here's why. All right. I was, I was going to say, let me. <laughs> here's why. Because you could slack off. As long as you're not the weakest link, <laughs> you could slack off a little bit. For example, <laughs> for example, if let's just say I had to do push-ups. Let's For example, hypotheticals, hypotheticals is all being used. Right? Sure. So let's say I had to do push-ups and I'm Norm and I mean, like, I don't know what, six other guys. Mm-hmm. And let's say Norm and I are crushing it, but we're not the strongest ones. Mm-hmm. And the other ones are just terrible. Mm-hmm. They're going to focus on the terrible guys. So we get to kind of cheat when they're not looking and just kind of chill. And they look back oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> Crushing it. Or, or, but, and here's the other side. If you have a class of eight, and let's just say hypothetically, you just 
you know, had to keep being around there until everyone got it right. Mm. You have mm. that means oh, you have eight people shoot. getting stuff That's all right. right. Time That's wasted. Right. Yeah. That's so right. you've got longer. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Exactly. And so with eight, you know, hypothetically, you could be out until like six, seven a.m. <laughs> and then you know, <laughs> so purely hypothetically, <laughs> you know, so. It, 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 there are because uh, we are never saw the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, never. Yeah, you know what though, Pharrell? There was this one time. <laughs> because, no, there was this one time at work where um, I was doing a coverage report for like this product launch that we had, but the product launch was in China, so mm-hmm. I had to do my hours at two a.m., three a.m. to to work. No lie, Are like the resilience. Yeah, the the type of the stuff that we did at KD Five was like this coverage report is like a walk in the park for me. <laughs> Been there, done it. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm used to doing things to at yeah. weird hours and like pressure testing myself, and mm. so you build like that thick skin, resilience, and all that good stuff. So it was priming us. So that everything else following would be like a walk in the park. Hey, that explains why you can have, you both have a full-time job (laughs) and you can still balance your personal lives with that in addition to Welcome to Chinatown. Maybe, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our husbands may hate us, but yeah, sure. (laughs) Don't they help out too? There may be some neglect there, but sure. (laughs) They they provide moral and emotional support. Do they do they do they play video games? They they do. They only play video games. You're fine. You're fine. (laughs) As long as they got their Playstations and their Xbox. And they play with each other. They play Starcraft together. They play Civ together. Okay, so they're good. Yeah, they're they got they're they're very they're the best friends of the brothers yeah that's friend brothers um but you know you bring up a really good point about self-care and how important that is because we do feel burnout we do ask ourselves like how much is too much like let's take a second to reevaluate how much we're taking on and things like that um because the work that we do is also very emotional work right right yeah and you have to be kind to yourself too and continue to put yourself first even though your your interest is in wanting to serve others um so i I think that's a very important um thing to remember for anybody who wants to do work like this um Mm -hmm. any passion project really is making sure that you are making time for yourself whatever way that looks like yeah i think that's valuable advice and very real i think a lot of the times we can romanticize something and not yeah you know, we tend to forget about all the, the difficult tasks or the time that needs to be allocated yes. to it yeah. and uh, until we actually do it. And then we're like, oh, man, maybe I bit off more than I could chew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we felt that way for a yeah. lot of the initiatives and this kind of like snowballed. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely balance, the balancing act is, is, is very difficult right now. Yeah. With all the- and I'm sure having a great team helps. It no, does. for sure. Right? I mean, you're not doing all the heavy lifting. You have no. some people to spot you. Yeah. yeah. And, and it helps that we all are all friends. Like mm-hmm. that generally like helps. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we all like spending this much time together. Yeah. Like Do you guys get a chance to get together during this time? Like any team outings or anything? With the volunteers? Yeah. Not the, so the much. last time we met with like a few of them were like was when we were packaging a food for the Greens for Goods initiative. So we were like literally in mm-hmm. in basement putting together vegetable bags for the for the yeah. elderly homes. That yeah. was team team building. That was yeah. team building exercise. Basement was so kind to lend their space yes. to us. Thank you, Basement. Um, and um, going back to, the, we were talking about ERGs, um, 
there was an ERG lead at Anheuser-Busch who was just really like blown away with the work that we were doing and they were kind to donate you know a couple cases of beer to beers to our team um just as like a thank you and so at that point in time it was you know we tried to make sure that we were doing it in a safe manner and things like that and it it has been hard of wanting to build that type of community with our volunteer base because of covid and you know just group gatherings and things like that so we've been trying to find creative ways to um keep everybody engaged and you know because passion will take you very far right but it also requires a lot of hard work and so it it does result in things where you just need to take a break um and so we try to find moments for our team where we can enjoy each other's company and have a good time um and acknowledge the hard work that we do um we all between myself Vic, hung Mai, um we are all within like a five ten minute distance of each other so we have been each other's quarantine. Like walking our, radius? Yeah, well, Vic, well Vic, and, Vic and Jen are. Are about 10 minutes. We live about 10 minutes walking uh, distance. Luckily, away. I have a car, so I'm always in Chinatown. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. and I'm she's just one. across the bridge from That's us awesome. and then with our other friend, Jojo. And, you know, we have our quarantine with each other. Um, Especially during COVID. So many people are alone and yeah. they, don't, they don't have that. You know, we feel very fortunate in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very beautiful things to have. I I just have him. Um, <laughs> we have your family, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I was also going to mention that. But you I have, you like, have your wife and kids, <laughs> you know. So I, I actually I, I am blessed. I am yeah. fortunate. Yeah, isn't it isn't it interesting though? Like the the in these last few months, the things that you recognize are so paramount to your life. Yeah. See, the thing is, I've always knew it. I just mm. couldn't control it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had this. These were things I could not control. I wanted to spend more time with my kids, but I need to keep a, and my and my wife and my family. I, I I just knew there was something wrong with us when all I when I'm seeing them in the morning, and we're rushing everyone out, yeah. and then at the evening I'm trying to get everyone ready for bed, and we're just having dinner together, and we're just trying to. And my mind's not even present. I'm thinking about what I have to prepare mentally, for what I day. need for the next day because I got a a, a large tasks to tackle usually so i have a uh, yeah so that was really tough and i knew in my heart i was like man i want to spend one and that's why i was thinking about going to texas because Mm. i was like man maybe i need to slow down yeah Yeah. because i only get to be a father once and and, and get to see my kids in this or hopefully you know um at this age once i don't want to do it again (laughs) you know when i'm old and stuff i want to chill you know but that'll um, take care of you Oh, uh, no, nah, they're good. <laughs> yeah, that's not on their shoulders. Hey, you're lucky you got daughters, though, because mm. this is a conversation we've had a couple times where now, you know, I actually thought I would want boys, but I'm team girl because you know. Yeah, I think know, I'm team girl, too. Right? Yeah. You, you want to be a girl dad? Yeah. They're just more compassionate. Yeah, more yeah. compassionate. They, 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 they come back to the family and they yes. support. They'll take yes. care of, you know, you know things and... um I'm, so I'm, I'm all team girl now. <laughs> Sorry we digressed there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to put our two girls out there. Yeah. yeah. Being a girl dad is amazing. It's so, it's, it's incredible. I love that term now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love girl it. Girl dad? I love it. Yeah. yeah. Is that a new, a new term? I, I think it became popularized from like after Kobe Bryant passed away. Yeah. yeah. And he mm. was, uh, there was that interview where he kept saying that he, like being a girl dad was like the best thing. And so oh, that, yeah. that interview got publicized a lot yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. It is. It it is. It really is the best thing. I mean, you see me with my girls and my relationship with them, and mm-hmm. like I said, I bring them everywhere. I love mm-hmm. hanging out with them. It's it's Aww. they're my number one, two, three choice, 
And uh, because of COVID, it, it brought us closer because mm. we're forced to work from home. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, my responsibilities got reduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it was just great that I, I got to spend so much more time with them. Was, yeah. And this is everything I wanted. So it's in terms of just being more with my girls, that's why I, I'm like, I don't have to move now. Because mm-hmm. I have this here. I get to yeah. spend time with them and my wife. Yeah. And I get to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with you guys. Oh, that's pretty awesome. You know, <laughs> and, and to some, some some of my friends were like, Will, are you crazy, man? <laughs> like, you know, but I, I don't know. For me, it's just the way, I guess, their personalities is just, I'm lucky because they, it gels with mine. They don't annoy me. My kids, you know, my wife, they, you know, I, I enjoy their company a lot, mm. a lot. It's great so, to hear. Yeah, it's it's kind of corny, but you know, no, it's lovely. It's it's makes yeah. you feel I love it. beautiful. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's cool to see how everyone's kind of been like dealing with this. Either it's like different ends of the spectrum as well, right? You've oh, got, there's things yeah. that are like maybe uh, <laughs> it's not all sunshine yeah, yeah, and rainbows. Yeah, yeah. I think the also the commute, the the time that I save <laughs> oh, on commuting. I don't miss commuting. Yeah. I'm like, if if this thing blows over, I wouldn't. If I had a choice, my company says like you can, you can because right now you can actually, you know, it they they're seeing this as very possible to work remotely, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and at a high level too. So, if they gave me a choice, I definitely do not want to commute. I mm. live in Brooklyn, but I would I wouldn't care. I wouldn't. Where do you commute to normally? Is it Bensonhurst um, to? No, no, Bensonhurst. Yeah, Bensonhurst to um the west side. Oh wow! Wow, yeah, so that's, that's a long commute. That's a yeah. hike. It's not even direct. Whoa. I have that, to like switch yeah, off hike. and stuff. Oh, so. that's... well, for me and most people I've talked to in my company, like because even though the commute is gone, which is like you know get an hour, two hours of your life back, I haven't been able to log offline. Like I go, I, you know, I log on at eight a.m. I'm on until like eight p.m. Like everyone expects you to be on because you can't say yeah, I, I have to log true. off now because I have to go home for work. Uh, I have to I have to go home. You don't get that break anymore. Yeah. And so a lot of people are just getting fatigued just for being on Zoom calls all the time. So you're actually tracked. Like they they actually know when you log on and and. I mean, 8 but, but you have I think no they excuse. They can see when you're when you're. Well, sleeping. yeah, when you're when you're on, mm-hmm. but the, it's also like. What other excuse do you have? You can't say you have to leave early because your your mm-hmm. your daughter's going to recital. There's mm-hmm. no recital happening, right. and so everyone's just constantly expected to be on. Mm-hmm. And so now to make up for all the meetings that I would have had in person, I have so many like thirty minute Zoom like Zoom or Teams calls on, and and my calendars are just like packed yeah. all day now. And so for that part of corporate life uh, that has been kind of like tiring, and a lot of people are hitting their like. Are you a coffee drinker? Limiter. I wasn't until like recently. Wow. Yeah. I, I actually try not to. I, I like the taste of coffee, so I'll drink decaf. And it's like my morning routine, but I've never actually needed coffee. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding that like, I, I now have like probably a cup or careful, two. Careful. I know. Careful. It's a slippery slope. I went backwards. So after five years of having at least two or three cups a day, mm-hmm. um, this is the third day oh. that I quit. You made a change? You, oh. You're off coffee now? Off. Wow, how are you feeling? Cold wow. turkey. Terrible. Terrible. Well, great that, that I'm with you guys. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm, Appreciate that. I'm not, that's not even a line. That's true. I was feeling like crap when I walked up here. I thought it was all there. Stairs. Those stairs. <laughs> I walked up those stairs. I was like, I need to. Wait, no. We t- when we were waiting for Norm earlier, we both took pictures of oh, the, the stairs. stairs. And we're like, this looks daunting. I really hope he's not there. This is right before we knew, we actually knew that, Norm, you were in this building. We just, it was so windy outside. So we, we just like popped yeah. in. And then. <laughs> We're like, dang, those stairs look stupid. 
steep. And then we see Norm at the top. We're like, oh. And he's like, hey, guys. And I was like, oh, crap. When we do the podcast, it's leg day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, that, that, that was the first workout I did. In <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling energized, though. This is the, the day three and major headaches after the first 24 hours. Oh god! Major headache, and it's a different. It's not like a normal headache that I get. It's, it's like right here. Right yeah, it's there. all over the place. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I never had this type of headache, mm-hmm. and I'm super fatigued, and yeah. I'm a high energy person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just exhausted. But what uh, made you decide to quit or a gold cold turkey? I'm weird, right? <laughs> so. I'm like, yo, I need a challenge in my life. What? Oh, this was yeah, it? That's it. That's it's it? stupid. I like it. Hey. <laughs> I'm just like, what's what's kind of hard, improving. but not like, you know, um, not, you know, that's but... that, that I could trim the fat. Yeah. Mm. Like, where where can I do a software upgrade? Kind of. Mm-hmm. All right. You know? So I'm okay. like, quit coffee. That's a good yeah. challenge. And then I, I and I didn't know what were the benefits because I hear benefits of coffee, mm-hmm. right. but I never hear the benefits of quitting coffee. Mm. And I found out that. You know, I never paid attention to because coffee just became such a normal part of my morning routine. When I read this article, it said, you got to think of coffee like energy on credit. Eventually, Mm. you're going to have to pay the piper. Mm. I was like, oh, snap, this is going to hurt. So I said, and then I looked at all the benefits that they said, you know, your collagen increases, so you'll look young, you'll maintain your youth. Yeah, I didn't know that. Coffee does make you look older, doesn't it? And I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. I I mix collagen like powder, you know, protein in my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) You're like you're you're depleting it, but you're gonna put it back in. I'm negating the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All this time, no wonder. (laughs) Wow. So uh, dehydrates you. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, there's just so many factors. And I'm not knocking coffee because I love coffee. I was actually going. I was debating because I was like. I don't want to be rude if I'm if I'm like tired and I can't control it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm in front of you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story. You've been great. You know, you seem uh, to be doing just fine. Yeah, yeah no, I feel great. Yeah. I feel great. I, the headache went away and as soon as I started engaging with you guys. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? It's your story. Just listening to you guys, I was really captivated, and I was just oh, like, "Thank you." This is incredible. That Very inspiring. Yo, seriously, Thanks, what guys. you did, and and it does restore faith in humanity, right? And you look for these gestures that people do and, and you're like what are you really doing if <laughs> you know it's, we're it, not getting paid new, trust me the, the New York yeah. in me is like you know what do you what, what do you really the, want yeah. yeah you know and to see this is just so refreshing yeah. and it's so beautiful um, I, I, I mean it makes me happy and, and it energizes me so just super dope anyway Careful coffee. <laughs> careful that's the, that's the underlying thing. Noted. Careful. Yeah, stay on decaf if you can. Anyway. I try to do half decaf, half calf now. I don't know. But yeah. But yeah. but this just, yeah, the meetings, just nonstop meetings. It's like people are look Because in my job, we normally do like group, like meetings in person or we go to the clients yeah. and we engage them like that. And since we can't do that anymore, you have to do these mm-hmm. Zoom calls. And what people are finding out is that these call, these video conferencing calls are so much more, um, they, they require so much more energy. Because you can't just zone out because you're on camera, right? You can't just be like fiddling your thumb or anything like you would a normal meeting. You have to be fully present. Right. And that takes a lot out of you. Yep. It does. So it's, people are just finding that their, their days are now so much longer because they can't commute. Um, and that they're getting more tired and that they're just putting so much more energy into meetings. Yep. And they don't even know when they're doing work. Yep. And so, ugh. Anyways. Yeah. I want to get back to face-to-face. Yes. Because I have lunch with them. We yep. go out. Yep. We hang out, we talk. You can and, do small and talk. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. conversations that you can have in person that you can't have during a Zoom meeting. Yep. During Zoom meetings, it's 
all business for the most part or it's elevator talk yeah weather kids family da, da, yeah. da, how you guys doing good boom done you don't have room straight to business yeah, yeah there's no room and then you're out to the next call because you got this window exactly but face to face it's just so much you, you get you, you get to feel that person's energy yeah and engage in that way and and kind of you can just look at something and start talking about that and it'll remind you like oh this and and then you're like, oh you did that and then you start finding things out about a person that you you just that conversation is very highly unlikely to come out in zoom i think my experience is a little different because my client is in maryland in hey. Podesta, hey. so Marriott. Oh, oh shit, shit! No, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. That's their headquarters. No, it's no fine. but the thing is, like, even when I was in the office, I would still take calls, and it would be over the phone. So mm. it wasn't like in person. Got it. I wasn't going out to meeting anyone. Got it. So it's for me personally, it wasn't any different. Mm. It's right. just that. Um, also, like, I, I I don't turn on my camera, so you know. Oh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not obligated to. Mm. It's, oh, really? It's suggested, oh. but you know, I'm not obligated. It's to taboo. That. If if it, it, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I won't say anything. It's taboo, but I'm not the only one doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. If I'm like, the only one, so you must be on a big call then. It must for yeah, large calls. Usually. Yeah, if yeah, it's usually. more than like 20, 30 people. Then, then I'll like, turn yeah, off my camera. I'll turn yeah. off my mm-hmm. camera. Yeah, but if it's yeah, if it's like less than ten, I'm not gonna be that one guy. that just says will. I'm just yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to be unless like I'm, my kids are in the room doing stuff and I'm like, you know what? No, nah, my kids come first. Yeah, so, that makes you sense. Know, and but I don't like, want to interrupt the meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids come in, daddy. <laughs> you know, it's like those uh, CNN interviews yes. that that yeah, one guy where he was calling in. Yeah, that guy was like mean. Was it the same one? The one that was mean to his kids? Oh, because he was like was pushing them away yeah, a little bit. He was, I would just be like, hold on. And they, they've done that. My kids walked into a couple of my Zoom meetings with my team. And uh, everybody was cool. They were like, oh, I actually yeah, don't find you know. it distracting. I find it so endearing. I find it so yeah, endearing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I show me your it. kid. I say hi. I'm I, always like, I hey. kind of seeing the other side yeah. of yeah. the home life. The people that you work with and yeah. how they interact with their kids. Yeah. So my yeah, they're probably going through a lot of the same things you're, you're going through like yeah. during this. Yeah. There's certain meetings that are high-level discussions. Right. Mm, yeah. You can't have a kid come in. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it's when you're yeah. having high-level right. discussions, you, you just yeah. you can't have that. Yeah. And, but if I don't, yeah. try, but if someone doesn't have their camera on, I can't read their face, and so I don't know. Like, are they listening to anything I'm saying, or is it just like going in one ear at the other? Right. You know, during Zoom calls, I try to just be as <laughs> stoic, stoic as possible. Yeah, without looking rude. Without looking like an angry, like upset, like resting bitch face, mm. <laughs> like because I can't, I, 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 I wouldn't even know because I'm just so like yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm listening to, and yeah. I'm looking at my face like oh snap I look sleepy, <laughs> <laughs> like oh I look I, I look like I'm trying too hard now I look fake I'm like oh no now I look like I'm angry I'm just like how do I get this face to just be nice I didn't know, realize be friendly that I guess I naturally yeah. furrow my brows and it would it took you know working remotely yeah really? yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It's been great having you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you us. so much for having us. Yeah. yeah. It was a pleasure. This was yeah, so we'll fun. be following your journey. Um you. you know, we'll have all your contacts down and you know, people can reach out and follow what you guys are doing and watch your growth and support it. So. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for coming on. Let us know if you move to Texas. You know, Maryland <laughs> yeah. and Virginia are also great options. Just, just I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> Forever going to try to push Maryland. Is there state income tax? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> sorry. All right, te- right. Texas right. it is. Texas it is. I'm sorry. And with that, yeehaw, goodbye. <laughs> Lucky boys out. <laughs> Thank We're you, guys. <laughs>
Thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for the rest of our episodes.